All right, so we spoke about the three regolim, and now on to the sphera. I mean, we've been talking about how Shavuos is really a, uh, doesn't have its own time. Shavuos is tethered to Pesach, similar to a bar mitzvah being tethered to the day of birth. Um, and of course, similar to the wheat harvest being tethered to the sprouting up of the uh, springtime plants. So, Vasfirahi Miyom Shisha Sar Shel Nisan Ki Bechamisha Sar Benisan Huchagamatsus Al Shemha Aviv. Oh, by the way, in this past week's Parsha, I saw the Gons is interesting because the Pazak says, Chodesh Aviv. So now we think of Aviv means what, Noah? Springtime. Right? So what does it mean, Chodesh Aviv? The onset of spring. Chodesh Aviv. What? The onset of spring. But, I mean, you hear the difficulty, right? Chodesh Aviv. Sounds like that that's the name of the month. So the Gon says, yeah, that this was back then, before we were exiled to Babylonia. During the first Hurban, that's when we came back with the modern uh, names for the months that we, as we know it. But back then, that was the name for what we call Nisan today. <coughs> the name was Aviv. Just like we, the ER used to be called Ziv, and um, you know, Bull was a name for Marcheshvan, etc. So there's a different. Why didn't we switch back? Why what? Why didn't we switch back? There's a, um, a certain depth of Torsha Balpet that became revealed. Obviously, each one had, we, we, we do use those terms. Uh, plenty. Uh, if you look in the Rav Tzadik all the time, uses discusses why Mark Hashem is called Bull, or why uh, um, ER is called Ziv. It's like a different way to look at it. So it's, it just gives us uh, added uh, depth. But there, there is some uh, wisdom in the Absolutely. Babylonian. Absolutely. Did all the names, did all the notes have a name? That sounds like it. Okay, just a few special ones. That have Doesn't sound like it. Yeah. Okay. Alright, anyway, <clears throat> as we mentioned, the uh, oven. So again, so the 16th of Nisan, that is springtime. Ubishasar who Zman Haskalos Ktsira. Obviously, you cannot be harvesting on. Pesach itself, that, that's uh, it's, it's, it's a holiday, right? Wow. Uh, uh, so on the 16th, you are kotzer, the seorim ad ksir chitim, until the harvesting of the wheat, shehu b'chaga which happens about 50 days later. Well, if he... Sorry, they grow different, right? Correct, yes. Uh, barley 
comes up first, and then wheat later. Is that one of the reasons why wheat is more kosher? I would do it the other way around. Meaning, uh, since wheat is more kosher, you're, you're pointing out that uh, the the more hush of the thing, the longer it takes for it to mature and, and, and develop. Yeah, so that would be, since wheat is more hush of, therefore it comes up later. Right? Like, uh... In, in its spiritual roots, it's more hush of, and therefore it physically manifests here as coming up more hush of, coming up later. Right. Or just like, uh, right, a two-week-old kitten is already running around and catching mice and yeah, yeah. a two-year-old child is just completely helpless <laughs> so that's uh, yeah. yeah and the moral says that all over the place the longer it takes to build something up to, to develop that means you're going for something bigger, right? If you're, if you're looking to throw up a tent, it takes about an hour, right? If you're looking to build a skyscraper, then even to get to the height of a tent will take you, you know, even to get 10 feet off the ground will take you, you know, two years. All the foundation work, the digging, everything. Yeah, so that's why, uh, I mean, if you just think about it, uh, a human child has to develop such deep neuronal networks, right? Such such deep thinking, co- complex thinking that you know, they can't yet figure out how to throw a ball because they're still you know, they're grappling with the concepts of you know, so many so much more complexity. Whereas a whereas a, a cat sees everything on a much simpler level, so they can already be. But they're going to be capped out, obviously. They're not going to be ever able to get to those depths of understanding. Okay, anyway, so yes, that's a good point. So, meaning, simple understanding is that the barley uh, ripens first, the wheat ripens second. So that's the also corresponds to us. We bring a barley sacrifice during the, you know, the Omer sacrifice, barley. So that's... Um, symbolizes that we're yet on a more animalistic level and then we mature and we advance to where we can bring the wheat sacrifice on Shavuos, the Shnei Lechem, that represents our humanity, our greatness. That's the Shalom, until a child, like a little animal, right? Well, uh, that's Pesach, springtime. And then Shavuos, maturity, Bar Mitzvah, uh, having the Torah, now you're uh, Tzalem Alakim. Now, now you're, that's the concept of right? That Adam was told you're going to eat the same trough as your ox. Now what do oxen eat? Barley, very good, Noah. And then, uh, so he cried and so Hashem said, okay, if you sweat and you work really hard, you can eat bread. But you have to do that every year as we go from barley up to wheat. Maybe in every day, you know, you have to work on it. It's not be an animal. Okay. Okay. 
Havos Haomer Minasaorum Ubhagashavuos Stelachem Minhachitim Veila Shloshamo. Okay, so that is the that was just uh, to explain to us the process of why after Pesach we start counting on the sixteenth, we go until Shavuos. Okay. So during these three holidays, these three holidays are called Nukroyim Zmanei Simcha, times of happiness. Kikol Havaya Gorim Simcha. Anytime you come, something comes into existence, as Havaya means, Havaya coming about, uh, that is a joy, right? You, neighbor says, I'm making a simcha. Ari, what does he mean, probably? Yeah, yeah. His life already. Right, such as birth of a child is one option, marrying off a child, another option. That's, yeah, usually that's, or himself getting married. Right? So all states of new uh, life, new existence being added, either adding a you took gufo to yourself, now you're becoming an Adama Shalem, or expanding the family where you get a child, or marrying off a child where you, know, you get uh, another child, you get, you, know, you, you get a chasan or a kala added to your family. Okay. So that is all simcha. Vakol hafsid, gorim tsar. And of course, loss is. Pain and sadness. Kedixiv, Yismach Hashem b'Masav. You see, Hashem rejoices in his action, in his in his deeds, in his actions. It means Hashem created something, and there is a happiness associated with that. V'hefazeh, v'yis atzev Hashem el libo. This is talking about with the door uh, hamabul where Hashem was having to destroy his handiwork. So there it was a uh, sadness. Kiviyachal. Lakach hasimcha hu be'ele hazmanim she kulam havayas ha'olam. So uh, happiness is during these three holidays. Why? Because this is where everything is happening. This is where we've got a child being born, a child becoming bar mitzvah, which I forgot to mention. That's a simcha, right? Because you're developing das. You want to call it a marriage also. It was a chuppah for us. And, uh, and I guess, I don't know, having your own child or something, right? Would be sukkah, something like that. Shebuchol regal regal. Each one of them has something new coming about. Pesachu, Havayas Ha'aviv. Now he's talking agriculturally. Pesach, new things are sprouting up. Your harvest is fully ripened and you're cutting down the harvest. You get all these bundles of wheat lying in the field. You bring in the harvest. So you might think, what? I already had my 
produce, he's, he's rewarding a cash over here, the morale, right? You say, what's sukkahs, what's happening on sukkahs? Nothing, I already had my thing, just until now, I already had my bundles of wheat, right? Just until now, there was no rain in the summer, so I was able to keep them outdoors. Say there would continue to be no rain, I could keep it out there longer until I would need to eat some of it. Just that since it's going to rain, so I have to bring it into the silo. Yeah. So where's the... Uh, what? Where's the new thing coming about? Where's the mature, where's the new Havaya? So, so he says <coughs> that Asifasa uh, who gam kain tiku. No, the ingathering is itself uh, a rectification of the produce. Tiku natvua. Maybe osa libais. Becoming protected, locking it in, right? It's like, uh, uh, I don't know, if you're playing uh, uh, Jeopardy and then you're like, okay, uh, hey, I'm going to cash out. You already had the $472,000, right? You got it. And then you say, okay, I'm cashing out, right? Because you, you keep on playing, you could lose it, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how it works. I think there's a thing. A long time since I watched Jeopardy. Oh, yeah, the big uh, Jeopardy bucky. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I ever watched it. But uh, but but the, you get the point, right? You keep on, you know, uh, you're playing. You have X amount, but then when you cash out, when you take it home, when you put it in the in the bank, now now you're actually rich. Until now, who knew what was gonna happen? Maybe you're gonna lose it all. <coughs> and that the initial of that would be perhaps it might rain right rain or I don't know who, what was going to happen but it's not yet well, in your storage house uh, bandits come and take it away or something I don't know hail, fiery hailstorms right or a dragon might come along I mean many different things could happen right um, so a silo old sir it's an ulcer. Ulcer is a right. That's he ulcer. Ulcer means a fortification. It's the same term. Silo and uh, a fortification. Mm-hmm. More like a bank is like an ulcer. Because an ulcer is a storage facility to keep your stuff safe. Well, actually, a bank is a good uh, is a good term because a bank silo is also a grain is also put into a bank. I think it might. I think you could call it a bank. A, a grain bank. Bank is anywhere where you are a repository. Something that you deposit things into. It's called a bank. And yeah, and you can bank on it. Lachain, Ruishi Yebahem Hasimcha Ki Hasman Hu Ishahu Lehavaya. Nikra Zman Shel Simcha. So a time that's designated, that's set aside for something coming about, something new happening, that is a time of Simcha. The Kashir Old Tovin Teda. Now he's going to take us a, a, a step further in. Ki ha-moadim heim 
Chodesh Nisan Ube Chodesh Tishrei Pesach and Sukkot Vizet Kishne, meaning because again, he already explained so Shavuos is just tethered to Pesach, right? So in other words, it's it's Nisan Tishrei Vizeki Shnei Eile Hazmanim Sheheim Chodesh Nisan V'Tishrei Huzman Memutza Zman Shove. So now we're talking about that there's a balance, a symmetry, a beauty to these times. Shaharei. I'm sorry? Memutza means in the middle. Okay, so yeah, in what way are they middle? So let's see. So the morale will actually uh, explain oh, yeah, that. Each are middle, not they combined are middle. But Correct. Correct. Each one. Each one. Let's see. Yeah. Sharei. So first of all, they are the equinox. Sharei hayom ve'alayla shalvim. The day and the night are equal, right? So each one, the winter and the summer, are both freaks. They're weirdos. Right? One arm is bigger than the other. That looks funny. Right? You work out, make sure to work out the, the left side as much as the right and, and, and exercise the legs also. In addition, you're like, you guys are like in high school, like the teenager, like these massive arms and these tiny little legs because nobody wants to work out on the legs. Right? But you look funny. You got to be balanced. Right, Ezra? You know it. <laughs> Okay. Um, same, number of reps, same number of reps on each side. Oh, uh, perfect. Okay. Uh, additionally, they are also balanced uh, as far as the temperature goes. Uh, spring and fall versus summer and winter, right? Because hakarirus um, the cold and the heat. Beshava, that's also uh, a much more balanced thing, right? So summer is hot, winter is cold, spring and fall are nice and balanced. It doesn't go to any um, extreme measure from the ex- extremes, as far as the extremes are concerned. Since this is <clears throat> doesn't go out to the extremes, <clears throat> so this is a time for holiness to come in, right? Um, why? Because the middle, the balance, is speaks to everything together. It means. Uh, summer, you see the hot, you don't see, you, you see the heat, and you see the uh, sunlight, and you see the daytime, but you don't see the cold, and you don't see the, and you don't see the um, nighttime, right? The moon. So, where is it that we see the oneness of the world? We see the oneness in balance, right? So the middle line is able to combine the right and the left into one. It's one. Oneness is Kedusha. This is the point I want to make. Kedusha is oneness. Uh, the Maral talks about it at length. Uh, 
in the Gurarye by Yaakovinu putting his head onto the rock and the, the rocks quarreling, they all, and then combining into one, right? The, to be under the head of the tzaddik. Because Yaakov is a begin of Kedusha, Kedusha is one, oneness. Yes, no. It's not like you have extremes in this Zman, you have, it seems to be dilution, right? It's not extremely hot, it's not extremely cold, it's so pleasant. Right. It's not nice, it's not. I would expect Kedusha to be like here and here and then here, as opposed to just being like this kind of dilution. It's not, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Noach is, is pointing out that when we talk about, let's say, uh, the Bechina of Yaakov, right? It's not, so you got Avram doing Chesed on the one side, you got Yitzchak <coughs> being very disciplined on the other side. Yaakov is, is not simply just a bland, nothing type of a guy who does a little bit of Chesed, but you know, not that much, and you know, just kind of a hot and cold. You mix hot water and cold water, and you get lukewarm water. No, it's uh, it's something different altogether. It's uh, not fire, not water. It's air. It's a it's a it's a something that's able to bring everything together. So now he wants to know how do we see that in these times um, of Say the the temperature is yeah just uh, the the hot and the cold mix and then you have a uh, and you have um, pleasant temperature uh, yeah I right hear um, but isn't that what Yaakov is like he does he knows which has to do which that's what balance is you know which has to do which not to do you know which gavura where to show gavura where to not show gavura it's more than that it's not it's not just it's not simply but it's, it's the ability to discern to make that balance to take different extremes be, and balance them like that's beautiful that's harmony right it's like I know how to take a day and make it seventy degrees and sunny you know like it's got a little bit of warmth going it's got a nice cool breeze like and you just love it right so so again so. What? No, I mean, I'm, in, I'm just asking. I, don't hear I think Ari is asking a So, so again, the, um, the the point being that, yeah, there. There's certain, what Noah is saying is that there are certain aspects of greatness that are accomplished by going to extremes. And if you, and if you then just do a little bit of this and a little bit of that, well, okay, everybody does that. That's not, that's not great in any way. So the ability, is, so, so, so the balance of it means that you can have both, like uh, kind of happening, you know, uh, at the same time. Um, that's the that's the power of yeah. I mean, if Avram is milus chasadim, and Yitzchak is tefillah, so Yaakov is not half of this and half of that. He does some chesed. He also davens a little bit. He's Torah. 
Torah, which Torah is brings goodness to the world, like Gmilus Hasadim, and also gives Nachas to Hashem, like Tefillah. It's a brand new thing. That's what I think Noah is looking for. But, uh, but I think Ari is right that when it comes to weather, right, or, or or length of days or something like this, there we just we just we see that it's uh, it's just it's nice and good. The other way, the you know, the the balance itself is, is is what's good. Just pleasant temperature is already good. I mean, it's not that. Well, so it depends. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you might, sometimes, sometimes you might want that, right? If, I mean, uh, if you're, I don't know, if you're, if you're bathing, you don't want to be bathing in like boiling hot water, and you don't want to be bathing in freezing cold water. You want to be bathing in lukewarm water. I mean, that's uh, like I dread going like in the Kalchasid. It was like the warm mikvah is like uh, boiling hot. Like where and where's the <laughs> Yeah. If you bring like you know some raw materials like like I don't know you make like a painting here's a painting here's a canvas and that artist knows how to take all them put just the right amounts in not too yeah. much blue not too much blank yeah. space. So I think, I think this I think for our for our muscle here is good. You're right that it, it, certain, with certain things that are just diametrically I think the point is like this that um, when things are diametrically opposite, you can't mix them. For example, you know, fire and water, even there, it's fire and water, you, you, fire is good, water is good, but if you throw water onto fire, you just have mud. Right? It's nothing. Now, so the trick is to be able to put the water into a pot, to put the fire underneath it, and you get hot water. That's all. That's that's awesome, right? That's that's cool. And so the the, the, the pot is like the this this is the that would be Hosma or the das. How to know when to where the das? How, how, how to how to actually have the two of them work together, right? As opposed to just throwing the two of them together and killing it. Yeah, something like that. So anyway, but uh, but when it comes to so I guess I don't know. I mean I guess uh, maybe it is hard. It's more complicated to have a pleasant day than than just I don't know. And, and, and indeed, we see that in the weather, right? There's like, especially here in Chicago, there's like certain small, like two or three long, two or three week long windows where the weather is extremely pleasant, like guaranteed. Mm -hmm. And then it's like either extremely hot or extremely cold. Right. And I, I assume it's not you know, in any more robust of a kind of phenomenon in Chicago, but I, should, I assume that's like the way everywhere. Yeah, seems. could be. So, was a, yeah, so, so, the, so the point is that we're saying that, uh, that this, but again, just to bring it back to over here, that what we want, the, the point being, how does it relate to Kedusha? That's the, that's the thing that we want to emphasize over here. One second.
Yeah. So that um, balance, the middle road, is able to tie together the whole thing, and you see the the whole picture. You see the oneness of everything. That unity, that oneness, is appropriate for kedusha. Kedusha, elokus, divine, right? Uh, uh, otherwise, if you're only seeing extremes, so you think, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yin and yang, uh, you know, Zoroastrianism, you know, Hasra Shalom, right? Uh, uh, Diotheism, is that right? Two gods? Dai, Theo? Think so? Right? That's Zoroastrianism. Does it believe in two gods? That's, that's uh, Yin Yang. What? Taoism. I, yeah, so, I mean, again, there's a, whatever. I don't know. That, if Taoism is in Yin and Yang, then yes. Okay. Fine. But Zoroastrianism is uh, the, still, uh, the, they are uh, in, in Iran, I think. They, they still live. The, you know, the, the original, the Gemara talks about these guys. The, the, that, that's why during Hanukkah time, they would, it was illegal to have candles. Because that's the time, that's the going to be learning at Be'ez Hashem El. Right? So over there, the Gemara talks about that it used to be, it used to be uh, forbidden to have candles burning by the Goyim in, in Persia uh, during Hanukkah time. Why? Because Hanukkah is in the darkest time of the year when the nights are the biggest. So by them, this was the this was a special holiday. Darkness. Right. I think they used to maybe only like, and then they used to have like candles like in their house of Aldazar only. All the candles would be brought there and things like that, whatever. So the point is that, or as we are looking to, no, we don't like, you know, we're lighting the candles to overcome the, the night, right? Is because we want balance. We don't want this extreme and that extreme. We're not looking to worship this God and that God, right? We worship the one God. So we're looking to, to, Davka, light the candles in a way that will shine to the outside and illuminate the darkness. What did we do? What did we do back then? We lit candles inside. We lit candles inside. And even that was kind of dangerous in this discussion. That's what the, that's what the Bryce says. You really, you should light it by your doorway. If not, if you're on a doorway, up in your window. And if it's a shasakana, then you just light it on your, on your table, the dial. That's enough. Okay, so anyway. What, idol worshippers? Yeah. Welcome to darkness more. Yeah, it's very real stuff that people are into. People, it's hard to see the oneness of the world. Okay, so therefore, Aval, Zmana Sher, who by the time that goes to one of the extremes, it is not set aside, it's not prepared for uh, divine holiness. Of course, that's also why uh, that we just experienced, that was a day of extreme heat, of extreme 
length of days. That's time that the base of Mikdash was burnt down. We, uh, curiosity, what do you think those times should be during the winter months? Oh, well, why, why Dafka do it? Meaning both summer and winter. They're both, they're both yeah, extreme. Yes, but when... what, about, what about Hanukkah? Yeah, yeah. That's literally what we're going to talk about. But I, I would... That's, that's why... No, 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 no. It's not the point of Kedusha. Definitely not. Because, because Midaraisa, there's no holiday there. Hanukkah and Purim, uh, we still have a little bit more work to do in Teves over there, but this is talking about the overcoming of these negative forces. I mean, both Hanukkah and Purim are times when what? When Hanukkah especially is a time where, where the darkness was in its most extreme. This is the slaying of the dragon. This is not a time that is miyuchat for Kedusha. It's a time where Kedusha managed to go into the dragon's dungeon and slay him. Slay the dragon. Yeah, so... Yeah, so the... the but the, that's the... Incredible accomplishment that the Jewish people did. Okay, so... But... but uh, so Tisha B'Av and Asara B'Teves which is, uh, you know, comes right after Hanukkah, smack dab in the middle of the winter, uh, which is, uh, Sarbatev is a fast day, that's what the base of Migdush was uh, that's, uh, uh, encircled, Yerushalayim was encircled, right, besieged by Nebuchadnezzar. She'elu ha'chadashim miyuchadim to oppose, these months are uh, unique, designated to oppose divine holiness. Again, uh, not that, to say that it can't be overcome, and that would be a tremendous Kiddush sanctification of Hashem's name in that, that even this darkness also is a part of Hashem's plan. Even this tremendous heat of the summer is part of Hashem's plan. Even, even during those months, Hashem is, is uh, uh, in charge. But, um, yeah, but that's something that's, uh, it's a, something that still has to be done. Ki kvar amar pamim harbe, ki azman vehag geshem the time and the physical world, all the, 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 there's a, they're connected. It means to say that the it's not random when things happen or where things happen, etc. Ukamoshe hispashtus hageshem hu mora al hagashmus vaimsoi mora al just like. The extremes, the, the physical thing has boundaries, has, um, you know, it's right side and it's left side, it's top and it's bottom, etc. So that speaks to the physicality of things, whereas the central point speaks to the unity and to the holiness of something. The kahu, bavada is bizman, so the same thing, just like with the physical objects, that's true, with our beloved box of tissues that we always have ready at the table, right? The extremes are just the outer edges, 
that represents the physicality of the box, the central point, that's the, that's the box of tissues, that's the entire thing. It's right there. Right? Conceptually. Uh, so too, the same thing is with Zman, Ki Azman, Shehu, Beshove, Balance Time, Dehainu Benisinu Beteshrei, Hu Miyuchad, Lehyoz Behem, Zman, Kaddish, Vehayotze, Min Hashavui, Heferzeh, whereas the, something that is not balanced, that's the opposite. Amnam. Now that is very nice for Tishrei and Nisam. But what about Shavuos? So I hope we already know the answer to this. Ari? Why is Shavuos in the summertime? That's right, Shavuos is not its own time. It's not, it's not, Shavuos is not in the summer. Shavuos is 50 days after, after Pesach. Yeah. Why is there a holy convocation uh, in the summer of Shavuot? I mean, it's very nice that it works out for Pesach and, and Sukkot. But what about Shavuot? Shavuot asher eno bizman shave hayazekashe alav hayalizman Shavuot yom kavua b'chodesh. That would be if Ilu, apologize, I misread. It would have if if it had a, a designated date in the month, if it would be on the always on the sixth of Sivan, let's say. Then yes, if the Torah said it's on the sixth of Sivan, that would be a kasha. Aval ein yom but it doesn't have a day when it's happening on this day. It's not happening on that day. Raktala Pesach. Rather, it is simply uh, tethered to Pesach. Rather, it's just when it reaches 50 days after the day after Pesach. Veloshu but not that because it um, happens in the summertime. Shimkain Hayakasha Sharoi Lakol Zman Kadush Shalo Rak because a holy holiday should only happen in the balanced times, not in the, not in extreme times of length of days or, or temperature. Because it's, you've gone up 50 days, you've gone up 50 levels of Kedusha, 50 levels of uh, Bina. Yeah, so on Pesach we reached a transcendency. 
ולהרחיק החמץ, ובחג השבועות קנו המיילה הנבדלת השכלת. And then, that was only for our body. Our body became holy. But then, we were able to import over the course of the next 50 days to prepare and to go higher until we were able to bring in the Torah into ourselves, the Asechel Elokis, Bechodesh Ziv, here you are. You see, no, that was just for you. Yeah. He calls uh, the month of Iyar, One second. Okay, I think he means that the because the ER, the entire month, is dedicated exclusively to the uh, sphere Homer. It's the only month where the whole month is the sphere Homer. Sphere Homer is part of Nisan, but only a part, second half, and it's uh, yeah a little bit of of, uh, of Sivan, but is the entire month of ER. So it's called Ziv. Ziv, of course, means radiance. Shehumuchan lekabel or haTorah. So this is a, a time of uh, preparing for Torah. Seemingly, I mean, because uh, obviously the Maral was aware that the Shavuos is never in the month of Iyar. Zayin Shavuos v'yom ha-chamishim hu od Shabbos le-Shabbosos. V'zehu Kaddish Kaddoshim, so then when we get, go up to the 50th, after we manage to count 49, so that's already uh, Kedusha, or maybe he means Pesach is already Kedusha, now this is Kaddish Kaddoshim. <laughs> No, no, yeah, I was right. It's a seven. It's seven weeks. So seven is itself reaches seven. Uh, the seventh day is Shabbos. That's already a kedusha. You do seven of sevens, and then the one after that is a is a Shabbos to the Shabbos. Instead of being a shemitah, it's a yovel, right? In years, seventh year is holy, shemitah. You do seven of those. The year after that is the Yovel. So that's, uh, he's calling that the Kaddish Kaddoshim, a, a, a double Kiddushim. Ki sheva yomim yevam Shabbos. Vekasher yimne shev pamim. Now when you do that seven times, sheva achakach yom hachamishim. Vekasher, I think I mispunctuated, kasher yimane Sheva Pabim Sheva, when you count seven times seven, and then the day after that, that's the 50th. Hinei Yom Hachamishim Hu Shabbos Shabbosos is the Shabbos of the Shabbosim. Vuhu Kodesh Kadoshim Meakashihu Shabbos Shabbosos. It's a rest for rests. You're, done re- you're resting from resting. Ve'oz kanu Yisrael ma'ilas ha-Torah, ma'ilas ha-Seichel, she'kanu b'yom zeh. Nimtze, ki chage shavuos, e'no nimne li'yos b'chodesh ha-shlishi, 
It's not that we Shavuos uh, falls out in Sivan. Shavuos yeh yotze achag azeh chutz lo Shavuos man because then it would be that it's in a unbalanced time. Aval hu mimane, aval hu nimne lemisper yemei ha'ilui shayom shel chag Shavuos bo acher ilui ha'yamim. Rather, it's the 50th day after the first Kedusha that we got. We left Mitzrayim. We, we reached the level of matzah, of purity, of physicality, and then 50 levels after that. But that, that has nothing to do with the time. It doesn't take us out of the balance of the time. His alus, it all goes up. Ve'ein kan yitzia hamisyachesus ella geshem sheyesh lo yitzias ha rochak l'tzad echad ulakach hagashavuos who yoser b'mayla ubeilui shekedushas yom ze shekanu yisrael maylas haseichel. Another paragraph? Yeah. Okay. Very good. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.